actual play episodes of Caster's Guild. Unlike the rest of our episodes, it is highly recommended that you listen to these episodes in order. In an attempt not to ruin your immersion, we will not be reading ads during these episodes. So please, help us out by checking the links in the description for T-Villain, providing awesome shirts, and for Geeky Clean, providing awesome bath products. In these episodes, our guild masters and guild members will be playing Candela Obscura, using the quick start rules available in the description. Candela Obscura is a horror tabletop role-playing game about occult investigators who hunt down dangerous supernatural forces, making incursions into a world very much like your own. Elements of body horror, human cruelty, violence, death, and the supernatural commonly present themselves to our investigators. Such things come with the territory. These episodes also contain adults reacting to extreme situations, and as such, mature language is to be expected. Therefore, listener discretion is advised. So yeah, you get all nice and set up. Again, you don't really see any activity from the other from the other wagon. Nothing really happening. Okay. My curiosity is getting the best of me right now. Were you were you still kind of like sneaking, Raven? Oh yeah. Um Okay. Give me a uh give me a sense roll. No. Give me a survey roll. Five. Okay. So you are sneaking around. There are trees out there where you're at. There are bushes like overgrowth and stuff like that. So you are able to it's not your sneaking that you're used to, but you know, it's 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 doing its thing. And get go ahead and give me a hide roll since that's what you're doing. A four. Okay. So you are sneaking around and just as you are getting close you look ahead of you and you see someone else hiding in the bushes. They look to be a uh, young woman. And as you get to your hiding spot, you, you know, step on a twig. And uh, she, she definitely looks back, sees you, and she, she darts out of hiding. She takes off towards the uh, little rest area thing. You can see that she is barefoot. She is wearing a a very worn dress type thing. It's a it's like a one I don't know what certain pieces of clothing are called, so bear with me. Uh it's not a sundress, it's longer than a sundress, but it's got like little designs on it. It a looks to dress? be patched up. A floral dress? Uh probably. Nightgown sort of garment. No, not a nightgown. It's an actual dress. A floral dress is probably closer to what we're talking about. And her hair is um, unkempt. She's not dirty. She just seems to be a bit out of sorts. Um, But she uh, is running towards the rest stop. Those of you at the rest stop see a young woman running your direction. That matches Uh, that description. That matches that description. That I just gave you, yes. Okay. Is Raven currently taking chase? Do I get the sense she's going to snitch? <laughs> Give me a uh, read. Uh, six. Uh, no, you think she's just running away from you. Okay. 
actually with a six, you don't really get the i you don't get the feeling that there is any one person she's running to in particular. Oh, um, then I will, I guess, chase her, but like not be like, hey, hey, I, I, wait, where are you going? <laughs> so you're just kind of like you're getting up and like kind of walking that direction, like come on, come on. Yes. <laughs> Is hey, she uh, running uh, in Armir's path, like past his picnic table? She is running that direction, but as she sees people at the picnic table and stuff, she's kind of avoiding it. Okay. I was going to trip her if she was running in my path. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just kind of not shout, but raise my voice and just kind of be like, hey, are, are you okay? Do you need help? Hmm. That's an interesting player. Sway roll? Yeah. Yeah. I can give you a drive on the I sway could, roll if you need Yeah, it. it's like, I could give you a drive on it. I could be like, yes, ma'am, are you alright? <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Okay. I, mean, I haven't used take... any of my drive yet, if you want to save it. Or do you have a lot I mean, to spare? I've got three. The drive got me a five. Okay. She is... She isn't really like rushing to you for any kind of help but she does kind of stop she looks at you and then she looks back at raven who is again now like kind of like walking out like come on wait what, what are you doing come on she's so you're you're pre- you're pretty sure that she's running away from raven she's not gonna hurt you what what are you doing out here she kind of like looks back looks back at you uh, i i'm i'm here to to meet somebody by the name of What's your name? They call me Larry. Larry the Lefty. I don't know a Larry. And I'm sure I don't know you, but that's what introductions are for. Okay. <laughs> uh, she she kind of like looks at you again, looks back at Raven. She doesn't look like she's about to run, but she is kind of like, again, a little wary. She's like, I, I'm, I'm here to meet a Wyatt. No, not a Wyatt. What am I talking about? I'm here to meet... Um, <laughs> Now I can't remember his name. Douglas. I mean, I'm here to Dougie. meet a Douglas. Dougie. Oh well, Dougie. Douglas. Douglas was the owner of the bookkeeper, and my boss Howie over here bought the bookkeeper from Dougie. Douglas. So you might just want to talk to my my boss. Right. Come on over. Okay. I ain't gonna bite you. She she comes over. I guess we should have asked for a description of Wyatt. <laughs> We're talking to Dougie. Wait. You would guess that it does not match this description. Yeah. I figured probably not. (laughs) And I thought Dougie was using mask pronouns for Wyatt. Yes. Well, she follows you. She keeps a little bit of a distance from you, but she does follow you. Sure. Uh, Introduce myself, I guess, and say that, yeah, we we were told by Dougie that uh, this is a a spot to meet for some of the some of the supplies and, you know, drinks for the bar. So we were supposed to meet up. Would we have brought mm-hmm. those empties with us? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So yeah, we were um, we were just meeting the empties. Yeah. Well, so we were looking for what? <laughs> you can see her kind of take you take your offer and see what you're you know talking about. There is a little bit of lying. You are here to speak to Wyatt, but there is a little bit of lying here. So uh, go ahead and give me give me a sway. Six and two, so six. Right. Well, and you see her kind of like choke up a little bit, kind of try not to cry. Wyatt's dead. 
and I'm I'm here. I got I got one jug, and I'll give it to you if you take me back where you come from. So were you like partners with Wyatt, or did you work with him? No, no. I'm I'm his I'm his daughter, Lila. Mm. Yeah. What what happened is like were you traveling with him? I guess and I mean, did someone uh, he's hurt you. He's yeah. my pa. He, he's my pa. So I I mean I kind of. I do travel with him. Um, he uh, he wasn't supposed to be doing this, and when the others found out, they they, they killed they killed him. And I, I was afraid they were going to kill me too, so I, I had to run. But but like I said, I got this one jug. That's all I could get. I'm sorry, but please take me with you. I, well, I'll give you this one jug if you, if you if you take me with you. Yeah, we we definitely will do what we can to help you. Uh, I'm really sorry. To hear about your father, but I'm glad that you made it out. Are you okay? Like, were you able to? You just kind of you 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 look at her. She appears to be physically unharmed, and she's kind of shaking her head yes when you ask if she's okay. Um, but you can clearly tell that she is unnerved by everything. Shook it, obviously. Yeah, mm-hmm. her, her. Yeah. Where do where do you like? Where do you live? Are you? Is there someone we can try to help you? back to at some point or no no that's that's the problem where i lived is where they live and they're the ones that killed pa so i, I don't want to go back there i, w- I want to leave who are they lila the the rest of the people in the in in the holler so is is this some sort of like organization neighbors or just people who just live there and they didn't like what your dad was doing i, I don't think i understand is this the people that live there yes they they they're the ones that that I don't want to say they're the like the elders, the village elders, and people that live in the holler. And where's the holler, Lila? She gives you a general description of where it's at. It's 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 up in the hills. She says that you know there there's a road that takes you there, and um, there's a, like a certain part where it kind of branches off, and the part you have to go down doesn't look like a normal road, but they do that on purpose because they don't want you know people to come down that way and do you know where your dad would get the stuff that's in the jugs no no but he he was part of that the the elder group they they were the ones that kind of run the town run the holler and um they uh yeah i think i think he got it from there and then it, it just kind of i just don't i don't think he was supposed to be doing that i think that was just for that was just for them or Something I don't I don't know I don't I don't know what's going. I just know he wasn't supposed to be doing that. So he you know what this substance is. What was the I I heard? Do I know what the substance is? Or what was the other question? Frederick Raven would be like, so he's selling this to outside sources when it's supposed to be a secret source. Yeah, he uh, yeah, I don't it I don't know what it is, but yeah, it's supposed to stay in the village. This isn't for this wasn't supposed to be out for outsiders. I don't know. I don't know what they used it for, though. It just wasn't uh, supposed to go anywhere. Can I? Do we? We ha- we have like little glass, right, to drink from, right? Sure. Yeah. Can she uh, take the jug and just pour some in the little glass? Oh uh, yeah, she has to go and get it. She'll uh she'll run off to like another one of the bushes that she was hiding or not hiding in, but that she hid this in. Again, she was using this as collateral to get out. But uh, she goes and gets it, brings it, and she uh, pops the cork and pours it in there. It It is, again, it matches that silvery substance. 
it uh it definitely smells like uh, a mash alcohol she'll gotta be like yeah same stuff we've uh we've got to get to this place we don't have time to take her all the way back and then come back but we definitely can't take her with us yeah can we send the hackney back and have them return to us secondary trip leave lila with a note or a message that would leave us without extraction for a couple of days I mean, just the hauler. Is it possible that we could leave her in the carriage and she stays there hidden? I don't see why not. I mean, if she thinks people are out looking for her, I don't know if we should leave her. I honestly think it's. It probably is our best option, if it is an option, to just send her back with the, the driver. Yeah. And then tell the driver to just come back to pick us up at the roadhouse as soon as possible. And yeah. then we all just head on foot to this holler. But tells I, us I the just want to say, go. yeah, I just I just want to let everybody know what position. While that does seem to be our best option, it does leave us in quite a predicament. We got this. I'm sure worst comes to worst, we can establish our own means of transportation back. Should we have to leave in a hurry? Sound quite confident. I have faith in the group of us. Do you not? This all seems very suspicious. Can you get your bleed detector out? And like, yeah, sure. see if it goes off on her at all, like near her, uh, like away from the drink. The, like, away from alcohol. the drink. Yeah. Is she bleedy? Uh, you do detect bleed. Okay. Uh, is there also bleed coming off of the drink? Yeah. If you separate the two, there is less bleed on her. Okay. It's probably residual. Yeah, I think she's probably fine. Yeah, I think we should do what y'all said. Send her. We'll just yeah. either try to meet him back. Oh. So this this drink is supposed to only be imbibed by the elders, correct? Yes. Have You've you never had, had any, it. Lila? Mm, she shakes her head no. You know if your father would drink it. I I would assume he did. Was it the elders that killed him, or was it just the regular townsfolk? Well, they took they took him away, but I, I I know they I know they killed him. That that's how that happens. The way they took him away is what they do whenever anybody else disappears. How often do people disappear in the hauler? Not often. Not 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 like if well, I mean if any outsiders come, they generally don't leave. But members of the hauler, if they if they disappear, it doesn't happen often. As far as you're aware, have any of the previous elder council disappeared or is the fa- your father the first in your memory? There have been members of the council that have disappeared. Roughly, how many people live in your in your village, your town? A few families, people. She doesn't really have like an exact number for you. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's, uh, I was yeah, just trying to see how many people we're gonna have to either hide from or. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't think like, we'll get much other information out of her nah. in this state. Uh, how far walking is the hauler from hereabouts? Um, it's she. The based off the description she gave you, it's it's not really far. Especially, okay. uh, you, you might have a hard time finding it without these directions, but y- you would guess just like a couple hours of walking, you'll, you'd be able to get to it. Okay. Can I go over and can I kind of swirl the liquid? Is it like separated all that it looks like they're mis- mixing like the mash with the stuff or is it all like... No, no, nothing, nothing separating. It's okay. just a solid distilled liquid. I guess we can let her know. I guess we can, like they said, write a note for uh, Solomon. Solomon, thank you. <laughs> um, to you know, kind of give him a quick 
rundown of what we found and tell her that we have some other business that we have to make sure we take care of before we head back, but we're going to send her to a place that we know is very safe and that they'll they'll take care of her. And so she doesn't have to be worried or scared anymore. Raven, how much liquid did you pour into that glass? Like, how full did you make it? Just like a uh, splash or like... J- just a, like, you know, what do you call it? Um, You know those, like, mini party cups? Right. Like, only that much. Okay. I mean, the Dougie was fine after drinking just a little of it, right? Define fine. Where does that question go? <laughs> right. <laughs> that was also a couple weeks ago. It was a couple of weeks ago. But I'm wondering if it's maybe the repeat customers after extended access to the drink, if that's what's causing it. I thought you were about to do a Arden shot. Arden is going to drink the shot. You are, okay. <laughs> so you down the shot. It, it burns, but not any worse than, like, you know, any other 180-proof, you know, moonshine whiskey would burn. There isn't really is a it, flavor to it. it. Does it, like, yeah. do I have any weird extra sensational things? Yeah, just, I'm, I'm getting through the entire description here. Got you. Um, I love it. Got you. So, it, again, also, it, it's pretty smooth. It's definitely not as thick as it appears to be. Again, it just kind of, like, splashes down like regular moonshine. The I guess the immediate effect isn't noticed by you. But everybody else around you, as you see his, you see the faintest of lights coming from his eyes. It's almost from like a soft eyes? glow coming oh, yours. from my eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. I already um, don't mean to alarm you, but your eyes is glowing. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? And then go it ahead and take bad. a bleed. Go ahead and take a bleed mark. Does my ward automatically activate when I take a bleed damage, or do I have to activate it before? I believe that again. I don't really know, you know how now, it like, works, but if, if I, I can I would choose, say, I actually would want to take the point. I, I think that in this case, since you imbibed it like willingly, and it's right. not something that was like directed at you, I would say that it bypasses your ward, and you take a bleed. Okay, so and, it, uh, and I, I, have... I will also say, I will also say going forward to that. Like, if you do have a ward, it will take, it will shield you from bleed, but it will also break um, after taking that bleed. But, so it's still intact. It's still intact, but you did take a bleed. Okay, so from my role, I have let them in. So when I take one or more bleed marks, I gain additional information about the phenomenon that harmed me. Perfect. So this is definitely... A distilled product. It is not the pure form. Right. There are also things that were added to it again to make it fermentable. But you feel like the bleed portion of this is a... What's the best way to describe this? Secretion? Like from Um, a creature? Yeah. This is distilled from something. Like from an animal that they're gathering. Uh, It says... Oh, ask a question about the source. So, do does that mean uh, he gets to know the source? Like, I mean, I think this is the source for this one, isn't it? Do I get to know? Like, do I get a flash of what the creature I looks mean, like or anything cool like that? Yeah, yeah. I will. I will say it's it, that kind of information. 
it's not like an encyclopedia is plunked into your head and you know exactly what the name of it is and everything right. like that. Right. These are these are more. But what you what you get, mm, this stuff is slurm, man. What you get look like pearlescent silkworms. Are they like bioluminescent, or are they just like shiny? Like yeah, like pearlescent. Like um, they're not shining. Okay. They're they just have a sheen to them. It seems that they're harvesting the the base ingredient for this from some sort of weird silkworm type thing. But this is uh, which you know is not. Reduced. It is not a natural animal. You know that, right? So it, it had to have right. crossed over through a thinning. Cassidy hated the idea of someone actually drinking it. She's taken all these notes down. This is important. <laughs> uh, this is not the purest form of this that there is. Artemir's going to sit down for a second. <laughs> going to pull out a mirror from his pocket to kind of check out the eye glow. <laughs> yep, it's still there. It's, um, it's fading, but it's still there. Does Cassidy recognize these silky worm-esque creatures? I will go. I will go ahead and let you roll a uh, focus for that. Go ahead and spend a drive on it. That way, you can regain it if you fail. So, using a drive, let me count that. I got a five, a five, and a one. Whatever that comes out to, then the five should get. I think you just get. Yeah, because you just choose like your highest. You choose one of the dice rolls, right? Yeah. Yeah. And since focus was one of those fives, you're gilded. The gilded was a one. Oh, okay. Yeah, you okay. don't want to take. Oh, that. it it made sense. It made sense to use the drive to help with that. Yeah. yeah. You think that it sounds kind of like something that you kind of remember something called a moonworm, but that was like kind of like one of those. Eh, I, I really don't like the sound of this. I'm not going to look into it too much more. It's not interesting to me. Could I look through... Could I have brought... Because uh, I've got a third thing left to bring. Could I have brought an arcane text and look through that to see if I can find anything? Sure. Say for something like this, again, go ahead focus. and do a, do a focus, yeah. Okay. That's a five. Nope, sorry, that's... Yeah, I'll take the five because I need one of my sure. drives back. So you have an arcane text. I'll say that with that role, you found something that pertains to this. Oh, and also with um, the information that Cassidy gave you, it definitely helped you narrow things down. This is definitely a moonworm. It is a larval stage of something, but no one's really been able to determine what stage comes after the moonworm. They are definitely the only time that they are able to be observed are once the, uh, you know, there is a thinning and they start to kind of burrow their way through the thinned veil into our world. They tend to, there's a word for it, I can't think of what it is right now, but swarm? They don't swarm together, but they kind of like, just kind of like stay with each other in like a little group and... A flock. A flock of worms. Flock of worms. Flock of moon worms. Um, That's my flock of seagulls. They will uh, generally stick around like water and um, they're... That's the word. There's a cluster's good. Yep. They will um, stay in like a a body of water and they they do secrete 
but these secretions are heavily, heavily soaked in bleed, so that really any kind of contact with this will has could have very detrimental effects on human life. Okay. You haven't seen anything where they do something like this, turning it into alcohol. Again, you don't see anything in terms of, like, uh, uh, again, a larval stage, or anything past the larval stage, but, yeah. Okay. Did we already send Lila off with the carriage, or is the carriage still here? I don't think, I don't think Did, we sent anybody well, yet. Well, hold on. Well, here's the thing. Did Were you guys planning on sending her away? Yeah, I believe that was the plan, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we were gonna, um, we were gonna send her with the carriage. Yeah. The idea was, uh, once you guys go to leave, I was going to have the carriage leave. So if, if you guys haven't left yet, then yeah, it's still there. Okay. If Can you ask I... Lila about any of this stuff, she has no clue. No, I am going to ask her if the elders are odd compared to some of the other people in the hallway. I mean, yeah, a little bit. I figure that's just because they're, they're old and eccentric. It's possible. Age does add eccentricity. Uh, is there anything in particular that sticks out to you comparatively that may help us? At very least in identifying them? A lot of them glow like you did. Interesting. Do they maintain that for longer than I did? Well, yeah, because they're older. Right. Of course. Uh-oh. Walks off and goes, provides that information to the rest of the people. Do they look different? Like, how different? She said they glow. Oh, oh. Is Artemir still glowing, or did it wear off already? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's already worn off. Okay. Raven, you know how to scout a place. I say we go find out as much information about this place we can. I can scout the best way I can. <laughs> yeah, just to let everyone know, I have nothing in survey, so please don't make me navigate. <laughs> I can help with surveying as well. I got two. Well, okay. Raven literally has an ability called scout. And oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> That's better, then. That's way better, then. And I have, I'm good at surveying things. Oh, awesome. Yeah. There's all kinds of covered. So I say then the group generally goes in that direction with Raven out front first, and we send the carriage on its way with Lila. Yep, the carriage goes with the understanding that they will be back as soon as they can. The driver isn't really keen about driving back, you know, this late at night, but all things considered, and with a promise of a healthy tip he is more than happy to go ahead and drive back yeah he says obviously someone else will be driving the replacement carriage back to you because he's going to be very tired absolutely so yeah you guys go ahead and go off you guys hit the uh the forest line really fast uh considering you were already near a few trees and overgrowth and such you follow the path up it it, it is a long walk uh, a lot of it is, again, through forest getting dark as well. You get to the part to where um, Lila was talking about the split off. So going off one direction is like a more defined path. And the other one, again, with certain... She says, she says like the trees are marked so that people can see. You see that she's not... She wasn't talking about something... Like a chunk was scratched out of a tree. Right. There are there are symbols carved into the tree. Oh. Would we recognize these symbols? They are definitely symbols that you have seen on... You've seen them, like, on... I'm not assuming anybody's been 
none of I'm not assuming anybody in the group has been down there, but you've seen um, pieces, artifacts from the uh, what's it called? Vast chasm. No, or the original, old... the the under city kind of thing. Was it old fair? Old fair. That's it. Old, old fair. Yeah, you've seen artifacts from old fair, like uh, charcoal etchings. Like, you know, where someone's, like, rubbed the charcoal across paper to get the right. imprint of the, of the glyph. Reliefs. It's right. not really been translated out, but it definitely matches that. Want to see if, like, you know, write these symbols down as, like, you know, she goes. Yeah, not a problem. I'm, fi- I'm figuring as investigators, you, you are all essentially doing things like that. Yeah. You would definitely be writing them down. So... Yep, you follow those trees into, like, another path-typed area. As you're walking, you do also see more trees marked with the symbols. Again, you're not you're not 100% sure if this is something, like, of nefarious purposes, or if this is just a bunch of hillbillies that saw a marking, and they're like, that would be perfect to put on these trees so that we know where we're going. You keep walking... And eventually, you do see light ahead. Sneaking up a little bit, you do see the the holler. It is essentially just a long stretch of road, you would say. But it's like a dirt road. And like on each side of the road, there's like a, a house here, house there. And by house, again, I'm using this term very loosely. They are... It looks like someone had a cabin, and then... They added on another room, and they added on another room. So it's very, like, different styles, different uh, materials that people have used to add on to the houses that are going up that direction. And there's about five or six houses going up that way. You would guess that if you yelled from one end, like the first house, you should just barely be able to hear on the other side. Okay, so it's that small. Are there any people that we can see outside of the houses or on the road or Um, anything yeah you actually see uh there's some people out there just kind of as you are are there there's some people sitting on their porches Uh, also there's there are no elect there is no electric here you don't the electric luxury has not made it this far um but you do see people out there with like um uh fires that are lighting up the area people with certain torches or on their porch, but you just, you see people out there just chilling on their porch and having a drink or you see kids playing around in the yards. There's fireflies kind of floating around. Um, You see some of the kids are going around capturing fireflies and then letting them go. Yeah. It it honestly looks like just a little, little area where people live. Have they seen Uh, us yet? No one's seen you yet. No. I'm assuming that you're far enough back that you are still remaining hidden and not revealing yourselves quite yet. Yeah. So, uh, Gothi, I don't want to tell you how to play your character, but, like, this might be the time that Raven uses that scout ability. Oh, yeah. Time to do some scout. <laughs> it's okay. Like, sometimes I would, I actually do need that little nudge, because uh, <laughs> this is new to me. <laughs> yeah, I get you. So you got, you've got three different questions you can ask the GM based off your scouting, if you read there on your scout ability. Alright, so... So you get to pick one of those three. I will go with what what path should we follow? What path should we follow? Yes. Okay. 
I am assuming that you are asking that question in where to get to where you need to be. I mean, I'm assuming you're trying to find the source at this point, or what are you, what are you trying to find? Well, I'm trying to find, one, the source, and two, how to get to said source right. without being spotted or, right. you know, somebody, like, alerting the guard. Okay. So, with that, I would say that you should be able to skirt the little town. It looks like there is there are little walkways out here, like little game paths and stuff like that. And um, just judging by where things are, you think that you should be able to, uh, like I said, skirt the town. So if you wanted to go ahead and just start walking and have people follow you, you can walk. Is it only just one question, or, or can they ask all three? I'm seeing ask a question written there, which means one. But the other two questions were, what do I notice here that others do not see? And what in this place might be of use to us? I don't see that one. Okay. So, yeah, you go ahead and follow that path. As you follow the path, you do start to find more uh, trees that are marked now. You, you weren't seeing the trees there for a little while, but also when you get to this part, you also see another path come back in, and then there's the trees, and the game path that you're following goes into the, the human path that had been walked. Also, at this point, you start to see stone pieces that are obviously broken off of different monuments, old, old fair monuments, and they have these uh, symbols on them as well. Um, they match the symbols that you're seeing on the tree. So again, you're not really sure if this is meant to mean something or if this is these marks on the tree were just copied off of these. So there's that. You would guess that this is the path that you need to be on. Could I look over the artifacts that were taken from old fair and try to based off of research I've done, trying to figure out what it was that I survived. See if I can match anything up based off of what you survived. Yeah. So I basically, would say that... basically oh. I've, I've been kind of researching old fair since I got taken in by candle obscura because I'm mm -hmm. trying to figure out what happened to me. So is there any way I can based off of the research I've done, whether it pertained to it or not, to see if there's any, anything that matches up with research that I've done into Old Fair. I, I don't see any of that in your background. However, we'll just go ahead and assume that it is. I would say that this stuff here, things that you've seen are, they are pieces of a bigger word, I guess is the best description of it. They are broken off like right at certain spots where it just looks like it's one sigil, but... From what you've seen, these sigils are generally put together with different sigils. Gotcha. Um, but they're again, the, the language has been indecipherable at this sure. point. Um, I will assume that you guys keep walking, and it is getting really dark at this point. Um, but it's, it's generally easy to find the path. But as you keep walking, you do see uh, lights up ahead. Like flashing lights, or just... Or like, like a glow. Yeah. Yeah. You you see a flickering light. Like a yellowish flickering like fire. I would have her like kind of slow her roll and make sure she's like well hidden. Because this is where I guess she feels like um this is maybe a little bit more dangerous than you know, they're gonna be bargaining for. Her. Mm -hmm. So I guess she will um a hide action if, if that's possible. 
I'm assuming everybody's with you, so if everybody else wants to hide, now's the time to do it. Yeah. Sure. I have no dice rolls and hide. <laughs> so I'm gonna... That's what I can use drive for, right? Yes. You could either yeah. use a drive to just make it a normal dice roll, or you roll two mm-hmm. and take the lower one. Yeah, I will say, like, at this point in time, you guys are in the dark, and no one is theoretically aware of your presence. This role is essentially for later. Okay, so I got a six. I did use a drive, and I got a six. Okay, drive here. Six is up. I used a drive, and I got a three. Okay. I'm gonna hide away from Larry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, Cassidy might be a little bit worse off than me. Yeah, I used a drive, and I got a one. Oof. Isn't one to three failure? Like, does it even matter if it's a one to if it's between one and three? Strictly that's speaking, up to no. the DM with how bad. And, and, and that's the thing. I think one to three is the same. Four and five is the same, and then six is. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's true. The the six is the mm-hmm. only like critic. There's no like catastrophic right. failure. What there? Right. There's not a catastrophic failure. No, it's a one to three. I mean, one to three is just a complete failure. Four to five is a mixed success. Mixed success. And six is a full success. And multiple sixes is a critical success. Okay, yeah. I knew the critical success. Cassidy has done field work. Doesn't mean she's good at it or likes it. (laughs) Raven over here is just like, ah, just another day. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So yeah, you guys are just kind of walking along. And, And honestly, I would even say that, I would say that Larry and Cassidy are very aware of their... Because, like, you know, Larry's huge. And Cassidy, again, doesn't like field work, necessarily. Especially not out here. So you guys are probably very aware of your shortcomings and are kind of hanging back. So, but yeah. So you guys are moving forward. The closer you get, um, you start to hear voices. Looking past the line of trees, you do see the opening of a cave. um, And there are torches outside of the cave. Are there any glowing figures about? No, no glowing figures about as of right now. This might be another entrance into Old Fair or something similar. What do you want to bet me? There's water in that cave. Oh, I'm not taking that bet. <laughs> Guess we tiptoe into the cave, maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, no place else to go. Yeah. Yeah. Can we get to the cave while still avoiding the figures? Um, you don't see figures. Do I'm sorry. Know? Did I say that you sorry. see figures? No. I, okay. I, don't that I, I was like, it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> you do hear it's voices. Just in the fire. Oh, that's what oh, it yeah. was. We hear voices. Yeah. Yeah. You get to okay. the mouth of the cave and you still hear the voices. They are coming from the cave. Uh, they have gotten neither louder nor softer. I guess if anybody is familiar with, uh, you know, caves or undergla- underground exploring, whatnot, you would guess that it's just the acoustics of this cave that is letting these voices bounce up to the surface. You're not 100% sure how far down they are or how, you know, if they're close or if they're far, but you can definitely hear that there are people down there. Okay. Time to head on in. All right. No reason to hesitate at this point. Raven's, like, mentally hyping herself up, like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, she doesn't like the, the whole voice thing, but a job's a job. So, yeah, she will go in. Okay. Sneaking. All right. So you are going in. There is 
once you get a little further in, because it's dark as soon as you go in, um, once you get a little f- further in, um, there is a soft glow to the cave tunnel that you're in. And it is a tunnel. And you can feel that it's going steadily down at an angle. Looking at the surface that you're walking on, you can see that it's well-worn. Um, not like a normal cave floor. Uh, this is definitely something that people have been walking on for a good at least couple hundred years. Maybe longer, though. You also notice a bit of a smell coming from the inside. It is it, it is, it is definitely a smell that you recognize as like a, a rotting meat kind of smell. And as you get further in, you realize that... The smell is coming from a body. The body itself has been affixed to the uh, wall of the cave. And I will say by tunnel, it's not like cramped in on you. It is a nice expansive tunnel. Um, You do even see some stalactites coming from the ceiling. And the walls are not really close to you. But the path is pretty narrow. Again, nothing stopping you from walking outside of that. That's just where you've seen a path. So, but yes, you you do see a body that has been affixed to the wall. It looks like they were chained there. The chains have been bolted into the walls itself. Whoever put this body here had no intentions of ever taking it down. You see it is uh, a man. You see like Longer hair, big beard, there's graying throughout it. You see that it has no eyes. The eyes have been forcibly gouged out of its skull. Not even, like, delicately done. It is looks like it was on purpose as painfully and messily as possible. You can see that the, what's the best way... It, 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 it's been split down the middle from top down letting everything else kind of spill out, and he's been cracked open. It doesn't look like anything in the cave has been coming to... This is something that people would, like, you would guess people would do out in the forest for animals to come and uh, partake. But nothing has been coming into the cave to do anything with that. But that's just the fresh corpse. There are other corpses on down the way, mostly completely desiccated at this point. You even get down to a couple skeletons that have fallen through the chains and they're just, like, collected at the bottom of the floor. Wyatt, I assume, is the fresh body. That's probably a a safe bet. You can see that where the uh, body was cut open, you can see that the blood, the way the cave is shaped, it, it flowed down to the path and just kind of flowed down the path. It's not flowing anymore obviously but you can see the the stains uh, also from the other bodies as well i have two questions is does it look like he was like cut open with a blade or does it look like it was like torn open and do we see that same kind of bisecting on the other bodies that are not skeletal in here yes on both it looks like well the first one is ripped open um and then yes on the ones that you can see Okay. Is it similar to what we oh, found in the bar? You would guess that it it is somewhat similar in that it is just violence visited upon a body with bare hands. Has the voices stopped? No. 
Yeah, that'd be creepy. Um, <laughs> are the acoustics still as such that they don't sound like they're getting like noticeably louder or quieter? Yes. Okay. And we can't make out anything that these voices might be saying or at this point, well, if you stop to really listen to the voices, they aren't like what you thought was kind of just because you were too far away to hear what they were saying. You're realizing more and more that it, it is a chanting and they are chanting in a language that you are unfamiliar with. Oh, shit. <laughs> Which means, honestly, there might be some ritual going on that we are on a clock to stop. Yeah. So, so at this point, Larry's just going to push to the front and start charging through. Actually, uh, Artemir will follow close behind them. Actually, Artemir, this does sound familiar. Okay. Like, familiar enough that I could join in if I, if I thought about it? Sounds like, I mean, there are definitely parts of it that you, you're like, oh, wait, no, I know that word. I know, wait, I know that word, too. But it's kind of, like, mixed throughout different words and stuff. So you could probably, if you listen to it for a little while, but you would guess that they are saying... Sure, go ahead. Okay. It's a five. Okay. Yeah, I will say that, again, there are words in there that you don't recognize. However, you would guess that this is very similar to what you experienced, but not the exact same. I think we've got another cult on our hands. We are approaching this cult. Cassidy's going to take a second to use her chemical concoction. It's one of her specialties where she can make something that's either acidic, explosive, flammable, loud, sleep-inducing, sticky, or toxic. Okay. Um, does the group have a preference on what she creates here based off of what we know so far? Do you want to kill or apprehend these possible cultists? Maybe apprehend one. Because if, if you don't mind being lethal, I'd say go explosive. But uh, if you don't want to be lethal, I'd say go for the sleep-inducing. Are we concerned about the potential structural instability of a cave that has that... an explosion occur inside of it? I mean, Larry's not. You might be. Larry is not. We're not Larry. <laughs> go a more offensive route, but keep the damage to a minimum, we could do acidic. Acidic works. Cassidy will make some sort of acid bomb concoction as they're getting closer. An acid bomb, you said? Yeah, some something to throw that will cover something in corrosive acid. Okay. All right. So you go ahead and progress. So getting closer, Artemir, you get you get close. Raven, you get close. Did who all was saying they were going forward? Oh, Larry is. Uh, Larry, Larry kind of pushed. Oh, uh, that's right. Pushed yeah, Larry yeah. is is that's is right. like doing everything except running at this point. Okay, to... so you kind of like you know you guys are like going along. Larry was like boot scooting down there, and you step out and you look out at like eight cultists. At least that's what you would guess because they're all in hooded robes and they're all chanting. And they're all standing around like a pool of water. And as you step out, the chanting stops, and they look at you. That's what I was worried about. That's your failed stealth roll. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> that sucks. Cassie steps out. What you see? <laughs> just, like, <laughs> raving somewhere behind the stalactite or stalagmite <laughs> or whatever, and just, like, face bombs. Uh the, the last three of you are just like, what are you doing? <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Not not the not her best moment. No, I no, wait. Even better, Cassie steps out. So are you sure acid or did you want like the sleep kind? <laughs> yeah. Did... yeah, she's still like deliberating. <laughs> Is this not where the book club was meeting? I... My bad. <laughs> this isn't where I parked my car. <laughs> this is not where I parked my horse. Um, well, Larry will take about two seconds to weigh the fact that tact is no longer an option. Now that I got the funny out of the way, let me go ahead and describe the rest of the cave. Okay. Um, it, it is like a big chamber. You can see where there are tables in here. You can see there are a couple tables that are bloodstained. There are tabards hanging. You can see that they have uh, just rough paintings of these symbols. Um, but you can also see there are parts of the cave where it looks like things are jutting out of the floor itself. Almost like it grew through the floor. But it's like a piece of smooth stone with those symbols going all the way around it. There is like a, there's a little archway in the wall that looks like you know if you walk through it you could get somewhere if there wasn't a stone wall there again with those symbols uh, marked across it you definitely can tell that these are ruins of old fair and but they're it's it's not like they were brought here but you also know that this isn't necessarily a place where old fair exists either. So it's weird that these are here. In the middle of the chamber, you can see like there's a... It kind of looks like rock had come out of the wall, flowed down into the water, into like a big pool. But it's, like I said, it's it's rock. It just looks like kind of like bubbly and stuff like that that goes into a pool of water. Looking in the pool, you can see that it's glowing. You can see things swimming in it and looking at that outcropping that again that essentially that rock flow you can see a shimmer about it glow too but it's almost like a like have you ever looked at something through heat and you can see it's kind of wavy and stuff that's what that area kind of looks like and every once in a while you'll see something looks like crawls, like burrows out of the stone, and then just kind of like follows the stone down into the water. Um, you can see these these pearlescent worms flowing down into this water. It doesn't happen often, but you can see it happen every once in a while. Gross. These <laughs> are all around that pool, but they're looking at us now? Yes, yes, yes. Well, are they waiting for us to make a move? or? Uh, no, that's that's just... Well, it kind of looks like that because they haven't moved quite yet, but it's only been like a couple seconds, too. If somebody wants to do something, do it now before Larry just starts to go ham. Fighting is not my expertise. <laughs> but unless we want to try to talk our way out of it, which I don't think is going to happen, um, I will let you do your thing. Are the cultists glowing? There is a glow coming from their hoods. So we can assume these might be the elders. I would assume. What to do, what to do, what to do. Um, Is look like taller Jawas? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Instead of running Stop in and attacking, I'm just going to threaten. And kind of say, okay. Stop doing what you're doing right now and tell me what's going on or I'm going to beat it out of you. What is the best one for that? 
think sway. So it's command. Yeah, it would be command, wouldn't it? Yeah, sway. Okay, I'm I'm using a drive because I got, I got nothing. Could I step out and provide a drive as well by like acting as an additional? Sure. Okay. So you've got another drive. Yeah, I got a six. Okay. Okay. So you basically step it out, being like, "Stop what you're doing," and tell me what's going on, or I'm gonna beat it out of you. Okay. At this point, they will stop what they are doing, and one of them says, "You ain't gonna be permitted to stop this ritual." And you see him pull a uh, the best way to describe it is a machete out of his robes. Okay. In that case, I'll just go ahead and, and uh, attack him with my baseball bat. Mm-hmm. Should I go ahead and roll strike on that? Yes, please. That's a six. Okay. Okay. I will say that baseball bat to the face uh, by a big old guy like you, that pretty much drops that guy. In the meantime, everybody else have been pulling weapons out of their robes as well, and they are advancing. Uh, all machetes? Uh, the like I said, the best way to describe them, they're 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 kind of like big knives or like you know one of them has an axe. They're just all just kind of like bladed weapons. Mm-hmm. So do we all get to make an attack? If that's what you really, want to do, they don't really go over combat very well in this. No, they don't. I think it more is you as the game master kind of decide. Yeah, I think what I'm just happens like until we say we want to do something. Oh yeah, because then it would come down to like resistances and stuff, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So one of them, they all kind of just start fanning out and uh off off to attack you. I you know what? Yeah, I'll just I'll just kind of go around and uh see what you We're going Okay, this is how I'm going to run it. Cool. Let me just get a list of here. All right. Casty, what do you want to do? You see, you see at least one cultist advancing towards you. Uh, she's probably going to try and dodge as best as she can while throwing the acid bomb okay. at the cultists because she can't really do much else except for try to sure. defend herself. So yeah, go ahead and roll. That acid is going to be your defense. Uh, would that be move, strike, or control for this one? The dodge. It's oh no no no! You're uh. Well, if you're dodging, it's definitely move. But yeah. you are. Would it be a separate rowing the I... rowing the acid vial? I would say is control. That's exactly what I was going to say. Okay, well, roll that first because I I have things in that. Yeah, that's I I I'm not even thinking that move is going to be a thing. You're throwing the acid is we'll we'll figure it out when we get there. But yeah, okay. go ahead. I got a three. Uh, I'm okay. going to use a drive to. Add something else. Let's see. Sure. My drive is a six. Cool. So you you throw the acid. It it hits him square in the face and just kind of runs down his robes. Uh, he seems to take it in stride first, but you hear him make some very uncomfortable noises as he whips his hood back. You see he's just an older guy with a big beard and you know, he looks like old man McGucket. It just kind of he uh but he but his eyes are just glowing. They are just outright just glowing. And you see that just before his face 
starts to melt and burn on his skull as he's screaming and clawing at his face, trying to get this liquid off of his face. In fact, as he's screaming and trying to get it and he feels how bad it's burning, he turns before the light in his eyes goes out because they're just not there anymore. He flings himself into the pool of water. Um, That's probably not good. (laughs) Probably not what we wanted to happen. Mm-hmm. Raven, wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we already got the two people up front. Raven, go ahead. What What did you want to do? You had everybody has at least one cultist coming after them. Not too fond of uh violence, but you know, fighter. Right. Okay. Uh, uh, do I mean, like you said, you're not too fond of violence. Are you trying to avoid damage, or are you trying to meet them with damage? Well, pretty much they are attacking, but she will attack them. Correct. You know, she's in danger, so she's going to attack them, like, stab them. Okay, go ahead and roll your uh, strike. That will be a five. You you do strike, and uh, it, it does hurt him. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't drop him, but he's able to get a strike on you as well, so go ahead and take a body mark. Alright. Wait, I have two of these open. Strange. Howard. <laughs> I'm not very good at dodging or fighting, so this is not ideal. <laughs> Let's... I guess, okay, one of the items that it says I can have was a smoke bomb and flash powder, so I guess I want to drop a smoke like a smoke bomb and try to just avoid the person. Why, but I feel like your character is the type of guy that when they do something, they say it out loud. So like you'd be like smoke bomb. Smoke bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why, but it just seems again it's, 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 I think it's the magician thing. It's the dramatic it's the magician flare. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. Now uh, you see yeah. Me? I I will say that given your uh, it, you know, that's your special ability. I will say that you you smoke bomb, and that removes you from that particular uh, attack. At, so, also just for fun, uh, you can pop up anywhere else in the cave that you want. I'll um, pop up behind behind Larry. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, between him and that's where I want to be. Artemir. So I'm going to use my Ghost Blade specialty, so I can attune a ritual knife to myself uh, if I coat it in my blood. So I'm going to take a body mark just for that, and then I'll try to make a strike on the dude coming at me. Okay. Um, you see you see the guy who is coming at you stop and see what you're doing and just stand there in like, what? But go ahead. And, and this ritual knife is probably the same one that he had from when he was in the cult. Like, it's a pre-him joining Candela Obscura thing. Memento. Okay, that's a five. I will say that again, that's a success with you this is this is what happens. That is a success, but not fully. You do hit the guy, it doesn't drop him, but everybody else, like in, including the people you are running with, see some absolute cultist shit that you just did. <laughs> that seems about right. <laughs> But he doesn't get a hit back because, again, he was stunned. Um, right. So let's go ahead and take this back to uh, 
let's go ahead and take this back to Larry. You got, you know, the guys in front of you. Also, you you feel someone sneak up behind you, but you know who it is. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wheels around immediately, punches Howard in the face. <laughs> but you do see his guys also coming for you, but you've been here before, so it's okay. Could I uh, use some of my brawler background to get so angry I hit a motherfucker with another motherfucker? <laughs> I kind of want to see this. Um, can, I, can I grab one of them up by the robes and like slam him into one of his buddies? I mean, yeah, I mean, you could use strike. Nice. When you say your brawler background, it's not like a special ability, right? No, no, just I, I okay. am, I'm just a street brawler. It's who I am. Right. No, well, underground brawler. I shouldn't say street brawler. Since you're fighting my guys and there's still a little bit of smoke and stuff, can I give him a draft point to just roll sure. another dice? Cool. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to use any in nerve anyway. <laughs> I didn't even have any nerve drives. My highest one was a four. Okay. Uh, but it's a partial success. Mm -hmm. So I will say you don't do any damage, but you are able to knock them off center. So you you uh, interrupt any kind of other uh, actions that they can take on you at this point. Gotcha. So you did... You did chuck a motherfucker at another motherfucker, but you pretty much just threw them at their feet, and they're like, oh, no. Right. <laughs> um, Cassidy? Uh, so the one that I hit with acid fell into the pool, right? Correct. Okay. Do I have another cultist coming after me? You... There, no. were, cur there were currently be six. Yeah, because Larry has, like, three on him right now. Right? Yeah, they're... Uh, Okay, if you consider there were eight, I killed one. Cassie you know what? I'm going to say. Wait, one, two, three. Sincerely, know if he got killed yet. That's what I'm going to try and find out here, real quick. Yes, you do. Well, wait. Six. How many are dead? Two? Allegedly. Yes. Like, I definitely Alleg killed one, and then the other one jumped into the pool, and we assume it's dead. Okay. So, yeah. The, so, there's six left. There's three on you. So everybody else except for uh, Howard has one on them. Can I inspect the pool to see if there's anything funky going on, either with the cultists or just in general? You can look, but you are being harangued by a cultist. Oh, so I do still have one on me. Just yeah, every, on me. everybody everybody um, except for uh, Howard has at least Howard, one on them. Sorry. Okay. I really... Don't have much else that I can do other than run away. Yeah, the I mean, chemical concussion. Yeah, the chemical concussion thing doesn't necessarily say it's a one-time action, but it does say it takes a few minutes to prep. Yeah, and and being again uh, actively harassed by a cultist, you may you won't be able to get that off. Yeah, so I guess I, I'm just trying to dodge the cultist, get back towards my group. Yeah, sure. Give me a give me a dodge roll then. To move. Right, I'm gonna. I don't have any dice in move, so I'm gonna use my other drive. I mean, you can all, you can always try to talk your way out of it too. However, you want to defend yourself in this. I dodge first, just to see, and then if I need to talk myself out of a corner, I will. Famous last words. I have a one. I rolled a one with that drive. Okay. So you you're basically just trying to get away. You just can't find a way out, and the cultist kind of steps up, grabs you by the shoulder, and stabs you right in the side. 
Um, so you take... I have um I have an ability called Behind Me, where I can spend one nerve and choose an ally in the same area as you who's about to take a mark, and I take it instead. So okay, just as that's about to go down, could I reach out and grab Cassidy and pull her behind me and and because he was getting ready to stab her, he stabs me or gets my arm instead. I mean, yeah, sure. Thank you, Larry. Um, so you take two body. You got it. You also have two bodies behind you. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, now also four cultists coming after you now. Bring it on. <laughs> Special ability, right? Where you're more powerful, the more hurt you get. Uh, actually, I only get more powerful if I take a bleed, which I have not. So. Oh. Okay. I misremembered. You're drinking some of the stuff. <laughs> Yeah, you should have taken a shot before you went yeah, in. Yeah, right. <laughs> like a little <laughs> little liquid courage. <laughs> uh, all right, Raven. What, right. <laughs> You're up, Raven. Oh, okay. She will uh, try stabbing the coldest that's in front of her again. Sure. Okay, uh, a six. Okay, a six. Yeah, you definitely, you definitely hit it, and... You uh, get a good, solid hit, and he just kind of looks you in the eyes. His eyes glowing, just seems to peer right into the back of your soul as he falls and uh, dies. His eyes stay glowing, however. Uh, I'm um, trying to keep his body from falling into the pool. Oh yeah, you're you're not near it. The, the one cultist had to actively run towards the pool to fall into it. Okay, okay, okay. Howard, what are you doing? So that's three that have been taken out? Yes. So uh, yeah. I guess I will try. I, mean, I, don't, I don't. I guess I'll try to to tell tell them, like, almost half of you guys are, are dead already. You're not going to win this. Let's, like, drop your weapons. Let's try to convince them to stop. Go ahead and make us way. I'll try to look extra intimidating as he's making this in order to give him a drive. <laughs> okay. Four, and then that one is. Oops. Okay. I have two sixes and a four and a two. But <laughs> okay. Um, those two sixes are are uh, a good thing to roll. They will kind of look around at what you were just talking about and see that there really are only like five of them left, and you guys look relatively untouched, not very uh, damaged at all. You will see. One of them kind of freak out um, and stab himself in the chest. You will see two of them run towards the uh, entryway. One of them will just lose his damn mind and go after Larry. One of them will kind of drop... Well, go at Larry because he's trying to get at Howard, essentially. One of them will just drop and cry. Just He will just sob racking tears um and then the other one will just kind of stand there which one is the dude that was stupefied by me the one that's just standing there he's still just kind of looking at you cool i'm still going to t- try to take another hit on him when it comes around to my sure. go uh cool. it's it's your go okay that's a four okay four is a miss so um uh, four is a, he's a, mix, just a mixed success Mixed a four success. is a mixed success? Yes. Four or five. Oh, you're right. I'm four sorry. and a five. So yeah, you hit. Um, and that drops him. His soul also, is Also, the same robes. We wore the same robes. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
you look at the tag, it's by the same people who make the <laughs> other ones. Cultus RS. Right. <laughs> and then, real quick, since you're being attacked, Larry, let's go ahead and resolve that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm not dodging, by the way. I'm just trying to meet him head on with, you know. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Maybe, uh moving the bat out of two hands and just into my right hand. I'm just going to kind of hit him with the, the signature Larry the left hook. Sure. Go for it. You know what? I'll give you a drive for that. Oh, nice. Well, well, thank you for that because it got me a six. Nice. Yeah, uh, only because you evoked the uh, Larry the left hook. It's like, <laughs> okay, that seems very character appropriate. Um, so yeah, he comes in uh, just kind of like screaming like a madman and you south palm right in the jaw. You can almost hear the glass shatter as he crumples to the floor. Nice. And then... Do we want to go after the runners? <laughs> and then from the pool, mm. you just see that guy floating. Just <laughs> floating just randomly. Okay. Yep, yep. That's about right. Should we pull him out of the pool? I feel like he shouldn't be in there. Same, but I don't want to touch that glowy's yeah. yeah, you you'd have to get in the pool to get him. Yeah, that seems like a bad, a worse idea than leaving him there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think now would be a good time for an explosion. We could just ruin this whole setup. So we well, have two you, that have as, just given up and two that ran. As you know, an explosion will not contain a thinning. Oh right. Would it make it worse? It it would at the very least have no effect. Yeah. Okay. A White House setup. Say, say it again, somehow. Cece. What we need to do is have a lighthouse set up somehow. Once we make sure that this area is clear and no one else comes in. I suppose we've got two other people that we need to clear out of the way first, don't we? Mm. Well, you said one dropped. One stabbed himself, two ran. One attacked Larry, and one just started crying. Dropped his weapon and started crying. You have mm. essentially three in the cave with you right now who are still living. Was- but not attacking. Correct. I will comfort the crying one. Kind of like, <laughs> again, the awkward, uh, they're there. You don't have to yeah. comfort them. I'm, I'm sure it's fine. I'd be, I feel you... bad. He's crying. Okay. How big are the worms? They are, you, I, I would say they're. Would one fit That's in a... a bleed containment vial? That's like five inches, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. So they're about five inches long. So they're mealworm size. <laughs> so one one no, would they're, fit they're in, about, a, in a bleed containment vial. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I How, want to stuff open? one into a bleed containment. Do you vial. grab it with your bare hands? I Rick, the player, wants to say no, but I feel like Larry would. Larry probably would, and I appreciate you going for that. Um, uh-huh. you you Can will I you will tell him not to. It it doesn't have a huge effect. You just see him pick it up, and it it is like I said, it's like this. It's like a fat little worm, and it does that like little undulating thing to move. Um, But you do kind of like stuff it in there, and you see like your hands a little slimy, but it's like a glowy kind of slime thing. Mm -hmm. It tastes horrible, right? Wait, (laughs) (laughs) or you just tell it. Larry, Bobby, why yeah, did you, you lick one. your fingers? <laughs> <laughs> there was stuff. <laughs> um, you do do also see, like, as you're, like, getting that, you can see the body. You can see how you can see 
these some of these worms burrowing out of his back. You can see some burrowing into the back of his head. Fun. Um, and it's and it's not like you know phasing or anything. It is like no. digging in. Right. Um, his body is also now slowly sinking into the water. Oh, so they're eating him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe this was a good idea. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. So I will say Barely. that you guys, um, you guys successfully uh, restrain the cultists that are left. Unfortunately, looking about, you do not find any trace of the of the cultists, the other cultists that ran. Would you track them? Like, would you go all the way to that the the holler and see if they're there? I would. At this point, it might be just better to make a report and come back with a full task force to set up okay, the lighthouse. Yeah. Do you take the people back with you, or do you just leave them tied up in the cave? We should probably should take, take them. Someone other than Larry problem. should probably answer that question. We probably don't need to take all of them. <laughs> Can we have like a come-to-God moment <laughs> with uh, <laughs> the one that was crying? The one that was crying, it, again, was crying hard. He he cries so much that the tears stop flowing, and his voice goes raw, and eventually goes away. And he still looks like he's crying, or at least trying to cry. Again, there, there. <laughs> have some time, I can make one of those sleep-inducing little concoctions and knock sure. them out. Yeah, not a problem. Larry can throw him over his shoulder and carry him. Um, again, you get the other ones generally to follow you. You get them back to the rest stop, waiting there. Eventually, a carriage comes. They weren't expecting these new people, but it's okay. There's enough room. You get back to the chapter house, um, and then, like, wh- what do you what do you tell them? What's your, what's your report? It doesn't. It doesn't have to be one singular report. They're so I that grabbed of one of them right, and I threw it into another one, and it knocked him off balance. <laughs> I can see. I can see Larry's entire report just being the combat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Artemis like pretty much. We found a cult again. <laughs> they they'd read Larry's report, and they're just like, "Was it just a fight?" They would read Cassidy's report and be like, "Was there even a fight?" I don't. <laughs> They'd read I'm Howard's and like, was he actually guys. doing a show? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Cassidy's probably being crazy. mostly detailed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the only balanced reports would come from Artemir and Raven. That that's the only balanced reports I mean, that they would get. <laughs> yeah. And like mine still in the middle devolves into me bitching about the cult and how it's so unoriginal and why can't these cults get their own thing? <laughs> Oh yeah, and then everybody, everybody but Artemir's report would be like, and then Artemir did some cult shit, <laughs> <laughs> and Artemir specifically says, "I did no cult shit." <laughs> I abstained from all cult like activity. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, um, the suggestion to put a lighthouse there is not only taken into consideration, but uh, agreed upon fully. 
They are putting together a task force to go out and take care of that. They have no intention of clearing out that holler, as they just seem to be people. But they will be keeping an eye on them, because that's where those elders came from. The two that got away are gone. They have no clue where they are. The ones that are left and alive... What was it? The crying one? The one that was just standing there? Oh, wait. What was the third one? No, I killed the one that was just standing there. Oh, that's right. Well, who was left? It was just the crying one. And- uh, there was a dude that he just knocked out, too. That Larry just knocked okay. out. Yeah. So crying one... Crying one, unconscious one, and then the out. two that fled. Really? That's it? That was it. I think so. Yeah. Okay, so you the like fifth the one two... was the one that was just standing there. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah. So the one they're both completely well. The 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 one that was just standing there, they end up. Uh, he ends up recovering, and they're able to question him, and uh, but they end up putting him away. The one that was like crying. They end up having to take him to a home, a sanitarium uh, of sorts, and uh, he never really recovered from what you saw, so he now resides in a sanitarium. All right, so I would say that that was a successful mission. Yeah, it was fun. We didn't die. I thought for sure, I thought for sure someone was getting a scar. Thought for sure. Uh, but. So, so how do we get scars? If you if, if you three marks in a particular category, be it body, category. brain, or bleed, you will then fall unconscious, and you will get a scar that is related to that category. So oh. it could be a physical scar, a mental scar, or a magical scar. And the and scar does have to close. pertain to the injury that you got. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, Larry did get super close. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I was concerned. I was like, are we going to be able to cart him out of here? (laughs) Yeah, thank you for that. Literally famous last words. I'll just try it on the next round. Gets a one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we are going to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and ask these questions. Did you contain or destroy a source of bleed? We did. Yes. Yes, Yes, you did. Did you provide comfort or support for those affected? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you did. Dougie and Lila. Well, yeah. no. Well, that. Well, specifically. Even more specifically, the crying yeah. cultist who, <laughs> yeah. who Raven specifically bent over to comfort. Um, there. Yeah. Did you bring something of importance back for the Candelic Obscura to study? Yeah, I grabbed a worm. Worm. Yeah. Yeah, there were yeah. so many things that were brought back. I, it's yeah. not just a worm. Yeah. So many things were brought back, <laughs> including, oh, yeah. and including yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. Including people. And booze. All right, so you got four illumination points. Earn four if every player fulfilled. Oh, okay, wait a minute. Earn two illumination if some, but not all players fulfilled an illumination key during the session. Oh, uh, earn four if okay, every player so fulfilled at least one. Yeah, no, that's... No, you get you get four because every player fulfilled at least one of those. Well, no, so you I, get four. These are well, individual our illumination ones. keys. Yeah, because we each have three illumination keys that we also have to do as individuals. Correct. Correct. I'm yeah. giving you four from the regular ones. Okay. Oh, got you, got you. Okay. And then and I then, did and then collect if you uh, could, the oddities. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was about to say, go ahead and read off what your condition was and if you met it. Go ahead. Yeah. So mine was uh, collect oddities, act bizarre, and consult arcane texts. I definitely collected oddities and consulted arcane texts. Was I bizarre enough? Yes. I okay. think we all met that condition. Bullshit. You did some cult shit. Yeah, cult, I did some cult, cult shit. shit. Cult shit yeah. qualifies. Okay, cool. Okay. Put that on a t-shirt. Cult shit qualifies. <laughs> Howard, what about you? Perform a trick, spot a ruse, or seek out real magic. I don't think there were any ruses to spot necessarily, but uh, I mean, perform a trick. I was gonna say, I think I think the smoke bomb and tell like thing counts as a trick. Got <laughs> that one. I guess we were all seeking um, out magic, anyways. Sort of. I don't know. You do. You only have to do one. one so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got it. Raven. Where is mine? They're at the very bottom. Bottom under illumination keys. Uh, yours are do something illegal, make a deal, or stand up to authority. Ah, I don't think I did any of those. You did something illegal. You stole a pickle. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> broke into the basement. Yeah, yeah we, we broke and entered. Illegal. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. <laughs> those don't count as illegal. <laughs> you know those those cultists. Those cultists were technically the authority of that holler. So oh, true, true. That's fair. That's fair. Sketch it a bit, yeah. And you, you 100% murdered one of them. That is also illegal. That is also illegal. Murder is illegal. Found upon in most societies. <laughs> uh, Cassidy. If it makes a deal with a guy to stay at our working place to make pickles. <laughs> hey. Business idea. The business deal. I would, I would, I would That's count it, that. That counts, yeah. <laughs> then I got all three. Hey, Brad. Mine were mentor and ally. I don't think that really happened. Another one was reference Robbie? research. Yeah, you. He is he's kind an of an ally. Mm -hmm. Am he's I mentoring him though, or is he more of a guinea pig? <laughs> nah, okay, that's fair. Yeah. What exactly qualifies as mentoring? Yeah, I, like, I, I, think just, I think it's just somebody a drive. It, it's it's debatable, and you know, it depends on how far the light keeper is willing to stretch. Yeah. Okay. I definitely did the other two. Um, so we don't have to count mentoring an ally. Because uh, we did reference research and we did make a plan. We made several plans throughout the course of this. So. Perfect. Rick? Mine were study an artifact, discuss history, or run into danger. I definitely ran into danger. And I did study an artifact. I don't think I discussed history at all. But, you know. Mm -mm. We don't have to get all three. That's okay. Yeah. So I think you guys nailed it. So what is that? That's another how many points for that? I think that's another four. I think each yes to those questions is a point, and then if and then you get another four for the if all of us yeah. for all of us completing it. So I think it's seven. Total. Seven total. Yeah. <laughs> Which would be enough to get us on to a milestone on the circle sheet. How exciting! Hell yeah! Like, what are the milestones? Like you can add an action point, add two drive points, take a new ability, or guild an additional ability. Gotcha. So you get like extra stats. Correct. I think that this would be really, really fun to play. Everybody has like their investigators or however we want to call them. Play like a few games, get them up a few milestones, retire the characters, start a mm -hmm. new group. And have the characters that you retired be light keepers in the next few games. Yeah. That would be really fun. 
Alrighty. Larry the Lightkeeper. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, especially like if a couple of the characters died or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. So do we? So it's like it's so it's like you're not doing like a campaign, like a long campaign, but you're still doing mini campaigns where these campaigns have effects on later campaigns. Great. I was just gonna mm-hmm. say like it's a thread of narrative through like a monster of a week setting. Yeah. I'm thinking that's what they're doing with the Critical Role one, too, because they've announced that they're going to do at least three chapters of it, uh, mm-hmm. and they're all different uh, circles. At least I'm hoping that we get to hear about the other characters as it progresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really like this. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for the full book to come out. All right, I think we are going to go ahead and end this for the day. If you would like to follow any of our players, uh, we'll go ahead and have them introduce themselves again and give a social directory or (laughs) whatever if you want to follow them on social media or whatnot let's go ahead and we'll go ahead and start with cc hi this was cc of cc cosplays playing cassidy wild you can find me on instagram and tiktok jason jason playing howard Uh, i don't do a ton of social media but i guess my twitter is uh jcook96 and if you ever want to play playstation i'm shark1112 Ray? I'm Ray, and I was playing Artemir Vainscott. You can find me on Twitter uh, for as long as it remains at Desolatung, or you can also find me on Fansly if you want some spicy content at Dreadful Deer. And Gothy. I'm Gothy. If you want to watch me draw, I am a new artist. I have a TikTok, um, Gothy Oogie, and DeviantArt, just Oogie21. Oh, and a Twitter which is also, I believe, just Oogie. Well, I think that that'll be good for the day. Hopefully we will do this again sometime soon, and I guess we'll catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Thank you for having me. Bye. 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 It was nice to know you.